Oh my God, under personal comments, New York Knicks rule. Yeah, the Knicks rule. <laughs> What's up, Knicks Nation? Welcome to episode three of the Buckets Weekly podcast. Today, big news. The Knicks, they hired a new coach. They did their due diligence. I'm so done with saying that. Uh, and it paid off. So we're going to go over the David Fisdale hire. We're going to go over a few off-season things in terms of our players and what they're getting up to. But uh, we're mainly taking care of business today in this episode. Um, we're going to break down Fisdale, how he fits with the Knicks, a little assessment on Scott and Steve, um, our front office, and what kind of assistant coaches we can expect Fisdale to be bringing in. There's already talk. Um, there's a few candidates there as well, along with what might be staying from current stuff. So we're going to go over that. Let's jump straight into it. David Fisdale, new he new coach, new head coach, New York Knicks. I love it. He was second on my list to Bud. There's talk that Budenhoser might be taking a year off, just taking some time out. He's still getting paid by um, Atlanta, so we'll see what happens with that. But number two, David Fisdale and the outpour. What's really got me hype is the outpour of player support. For David Fisdale As soon as he got hired I mean the, I actually found out Because Michael Beasley Posted a photo of him And said Welcome to New York And congrats uh, They may have worked together In Memphis I'm not sure He's worked with a lot of players In a lot of places Oh when he was an assistant In Miami uh, Bees, Bees rolled through Miami When he was there uh, And then you got Cantor Hardaway On Twitter uh, but to take that for data, someone had to say it soon enough. That tweet, uh, Moudier, he reached out, and Nilakina, uh, lots of our guys have reached out to him, and that's that's what got me really hyped. I mean, as soon as the hire was made, all these articles were coming out about great for New York, or oh, this is a great fit, or oh, it's not going to work out what happened in Memphis, and blah, 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 which we'll touch on a little bit later on. Uh, well, that's what really got me hyped was other than reading about the man was hearing the outpour of support from the players because we're like I don't, I don't know the season's not even over the playoffs are still going and our players are reaching out to our coach and they're already hyped about our coach and thinking about next season and ready to go to work ready to go to battle with the guy so I love that I absolutely love that um, there was a piece ESPN Mark Spears had a great piece just a profile on Fisdale so I recommend you go read that just a little bit of like what molds the man and what he's like and a lot of different perspectives from different people all of which are great so I definitely recommend giving that a read uh, it seems like he's going to be that kind of character that the media are going to love obviously he's a player's coach and it seems like from what people say about him he's got that New York grit that everyone talks about so in terms of the character of guy that they hired, obviously understands today's players, tick, can deal with the media, uh, is a New York guy, so in that respect, he's a perfect fit, maybe more than Bud was. Um, he's obviously quite a newbie when it comes to coaching, he's got one full season under his belt, he got fired after 16 games I think it was in Memphis last year, or this year, sorry. So. What happened in Memphis was he had that feud with Mark Gasol. 
and he didn't play him in like the fourth quarter. Gasol was upset. Grizzlies fired him. They were really bad coming out to start the season. That didn't change anything. They were bad all season. But uh, there was loads of talk like, oh, Grizz, uh, sorry, um, Fizz didn't want Gasol. Gasol wanted Pop, blah, blah, blah. That's all been like debunked is garbage. But yeah, so Fizz, he's not had a chance really to show how good a coach he can be. Working under um, Pat Riley and Eric Spolster, he comes from that tree uh, of coaching prowess. So that's obviously huge. And he has, he wanted a second chance after Memphis. He said he's learned a lot from his time in Memphis. He got his feet wet. He cut his teeth as a coach. And now he wants a second chance, which he's got in New York. And he's ready to learn from it. And this is one of the biggest takeaways. Moments after he was hired, it seemed, he declared he's going to fly over to Latvia and see KP. That is second to the player hype. That's like the coach hype, which has got me hype. He is going over to Latvia, something only Josh Longstaff has done when he was sent by Phil Jackson and stuff to coach him in the offseason, in his first offseason. No one else has done it. Front office, no no one's gone over to Latvia, where he always goes in the offseason. Obviously, being from there, a lot of family there and things. And when he does go, his social media lights up. Like, he's got a Rolls Royce over there now. He's just living the life. And when Josh Longstaff went over, he was he was just there to just check what he was doing in terms of workouts and like sort of implement a little bit of what Phil Jackson wanted like make sure he's reading his book or whatever <laughs> I, don't, I don't know so that developed a huge relationship with Longstaff and KP when KP KP came out and said that Longstaff was one of his favorite people within the organization two weeks later he was fired by Phil Jackson but the fact that he went over there obviously meant a lot to KP. And now that our head coach is going to do it, one that already gets so much respect from players and is such a player's coach, the fact that he's going there just to say we're doing business and like just forging that bond already with the head coach and the team star player, that's going to be massive. Um, not just in terms of like on the court chemistry and things like that and just the dynamics in terms of actually playing basketball but the Knicks can offer KP the max extension this summer or next summer and if they don't do it this summer they're going to have an extra 10 mil in the summer of 2019 to play with when everyone's going to be raving about the free agency so I mean KP Wodge said it on his podcast that New York's made him a little bit more cynical and things like that so people are kind of stepping on eggshells when it comes to the subject of KP's extension because you want to give it to him as soon as possible to sort of anchor him in New York KP, he said that he wants to be a Nick the whole of his career blah blah blah, people people say that but not offering him the max now that would have been a problem before mainly in like the Phil Jackson era or or, or just like last year but with Fisdale going over there, showing what this team's going to be in the future, all the media and, and things like that, they've already spoken about a change in the shift in the culture in New York with Scott and Perry doing such a good job improving themselves. That I think that's going to be okay for KP, just not taking that extension yet. 
he's guaranteed it next year. We all know it. He knows it, hopefully. So the fact that Fizz is going over there, also not only does it do wonders for Nick's basketball, but Nick's business, that's that's going to be top trump. So, yeah, Fizzdale's just killing it already. He's got his first win as a Knicks coach. Um, so those are the main things that have got me super hype about the hire. There's a few other things he's looking already bringing. Most coaches like to bring in their own staff. And a lot of his staff are still under um, Josh Bicker's staff in Memphis. He wants to bring over, one of the names that's come up is Keith Smart. Um, I wasn't alive at this point, but apparently he like got a game winner over Syracuse um, in college basketball, and so everyone hates him or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, uh, a source says that that's his guy. That's Fizdale's guy. Uh, he works with him and he brought him from Miami to Memphis when they, where they were both assistants and it's likely that he's going to come over to the Knicks as well there's a few other names he, he was on a panel show and he gave his like top 10 lists of uh, African American coaches that he feels should be given a shot Nick Van Exel honorary mention on that list he's also in like the rumor mill to maybe come over and that would be amazing if if Fisdale thinks he should be a head coach if he can get him as an assistant uh, that that would be great for us um a few a few other names uh Joanne Howard he was also I, I don't know if we interviewed him but he was rumored to be in the head coach mix for the Knicks and he's currently at Miami uh Pat Riley would have to give permission for him to come to us and sort of this whole Fisdale hire being a Miami guy and a New York guy, is, people are saying like, is this gonna get like the Miami New York rivalry back? So, Pat Riley might foresee that and not give us, not not let us even talk to Juwan Howard. So we'll, we'll see about that one. So at the moment it's likely, uh, sorry Juwan Howard. At the moment though it's likely Keith Smart, uh, Van Exel maybe, Mike Woodson. Now Mike Woodson, it seems like he just really wants to be on the Knicks. And credit to him. Uh, taking the Knicks to the playoffs and stuff. He obviously sees how good it can be, gets a little inkling of how good it can be and sees the team, sees Fisdale going. And uh, he said before the hire even that he will come as an assistant. Um, and he said that he said that now that he will definitely work under Fisdale. And if asked, he'd be happy to be an assistant. So we've got Woodson in the bag, which again, I think I think is great. Um, I don't know what his relationship with Fisdale is, if they've worked together at all, but just getting someone of that caliber who you know can handle New York and succeed in New York and knows how New York works, that might be another really good addition to have under under Fisdale. Uh, so that's, uh, that's most of the assistant coaches at the moment. Nothing's been confirmed. It's looking like Keith Smart is, is a dead ringer. So moving on to... His uh, he's having an intro presser, and I think it's next week. And we got the we got the we got the impression that he's going. He wants to go to Latvia as soon as possible ASAP. So if he has his presser next week, we don't know when it is yet. We just know it's next week or probably this week by the time you're listening to this. Then he's probably on the next flight out to Europe. So. I'm looking forward to the presser because this is his first engagement with the press, with the media here in New York. We've seen him sort of around, like 
everyone's going everyone's going weirdly crazy about his hot wife um in new york and there's been a profile on her and everything and like she it's quite a good insight into fisdale's life and we've seen him at the golden state game and things like that so he's, he's quite a sociable man so it's not going to be a surprise really his like persona that comes through when he talks to the media but it's going to be nice just to get it cemented here's our head coach uh, at the moment, it was just reported that it's agreed to a four-year deal with the Knicks, which actually lines up perfectly with Scott and Steve's deals because they're on five years. So the future's looking solid. The core of the team is looking solid. Obviously, we still got Dolan, but we just sort of ignore that. But everything else is looking prime to be a successful basketball team. So I'm looking forward just to getting it, just just putting in the final nail and sealing this deal. Uh, with his uh, press conference next week. Uh, I think that's pretty much it on David Fisdale. Again, read the articles on the man because it will get you. It will get you just as excited as when you see the outpour of support from players and things like that. You had like Jalen and Jacoby, Chauncey Billups saying like he was the best on the market. The Knicks killed it. Just the excitement. It, it's it's already brung so much excitement to New York in terms of things are better in New York now uh, things are going to be great in New York uh, just like we're doing good and it feels weird so David Fisdale great great hire everything I've heard about the man is incredible and obviously all the stuff of Mark Gasol cancel it out he said he's learned from his mistakes he's shown that going to see KP KP's going to love that his team's going to love that his camp's going to love that and it's going to show when it comes to playing basketball um, just a little word on KP. Obviously, we heard earlier in the year, Dolan was saying he's heard loads of things about KP's status. He could be back as early as next December, or he could not play next year at all. And since the hire, actually, KP's been brought into the light a bit more, a bit more into focus, and it does really seem that it's going to be next year. Book it. He's not going to play. Which is really unfortunate. I mean, he he walked out of the arena on the knee. He, when you watch his documentaries of his rehab, he's getting better super quick. He calls himself the lizard because he heals so quickly, like a gecko or whatever. Their tails, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I prefer unicorn. Uh, but yeah, it's it's looking like don't get your hopes up on KP. He's not going to be here next year. Uh, I, I hope that's not true, obviously. I, everyone hopes that's not true. Uh, but I just wanted to shed some light on that because it's looking like that's 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 what it's trending towards anyway. Um, and the Knicks are going to be very careful, you know that much, but there's this delicate balance of keeping KP happy and if he wants to play, do you let him play it, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I have faith in Knicks brass. I, I did as soon as, as soon as they got together, as soon as we brought Perry in, and they were saying this is a this is a two brain operation. This is like even like we see the team is on even keel. It's not a vertical plan. It's a horizontal plan. Every everybody's all in. I love it. So I got faith in the team and doing what's right and just making sure everything's safe in terms of players being happy, uh, staff being happy, and just getting the most out of this team. With uh, Dolan just taking a step aside. So yeah, David Fisdale, one hundred. He goes ham and we love it. New York, be proud. Be happy. <laughs> it, it just seems weird to say that kind of stuff. Be happy, New York. 
there's been a few things that came out along with the hire in terms of LeBron James. I don't want to talk about this too much. I refuse to do a post about it on the gram, on the Buckets Weekly page, just because it holds no validity to me. They He was an assistant with LeBron in Miami. LeBron is a free agent. New York is LeBron's favorite playground. Does this mean that New York are going to make a run? Can the Knicks just not make a good hire? Can they just not make a good decision without it being slandered by gossip and rumor and just make belief? <laughs> I'm sure when they made this hire, they had no intention of thinking, "Oh, he knows LeBron James, so we might get LeBron James." Um, I'm not. I'm not saying don't make a run at LeBron James when you can, because it's the it's the best player in the world. Why wouldn't you? Um, if you've got a shot, take it. But the fact that they made the hire to bring to like bait LeBron and they're going to clear house to get like 30 million cap this year to get LeBron I, I don't buy it and neither should you uh, Michael Rappaport he's got a podcast, a colourful man he was kind of backpedalling because he hates LeBron and so many people hate LeBron um, he was kind of backpedalling because all of a sudden this is a possibility that we could land LeBron <laughs> Um, I don't think he needs to be too worried uh, But it's funny It's funny that there's just so many people Just hate on LeBron He's just I think it was uh, Tommy Tommy Beer had a had a tweet That was just blown up Because he's just saying I feel sorry for LeBron haters Because they can't enjoy him Being great And it is enjoyable to watch him Just dominate his profession And just be a beast Be the king uh, some Knicks fans probably cringed when I said that. I apologize. I cringed a little myself. I mean, I, I, I love the athlete and the businessman, uh, the philanthropist. Like, just he, he never puts a foot wrong. And you could assume he's a good guy. But then it's just like the, I mean, he's an absolute beast. He's super strong. He's like a barn. He's built like a barn door. He's just, when he's on the court, like, he truly is the king. But then, like, it's just the needy, petty little, like, moves on social media. And he just gets caught in these, like, well, not necessarily gets caught. I think he spins the web a lot of the time. Just, like, petty little weakling things that just degrade my respect for him, like, twofold. Like, it would be, he would be my idol if he didn't get into all of this, like, ridiculous, like, six-year-old girl stuff. You know? So, I don't. I don't mind LeBron coming to New York. Um, I actually had a weird dream where I was like best mates with LeBron and I was like preaching to him like, dude, you're just you're just a beast. You have the opportunity to be the GOAT and like you're just killing it, like no one gets this opportunity, you're making the most of it, it's brilliant. But don't don't do what you do, man. Don't don't be that guy, come on. <laughs> Which was really weird. I woke up like, oh man, blaspheme. Don't buy into the LeBron hype. Obviously, there's always going to be LeBron hype and we can get, get used to reading about it and hearing about it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of that one. Kawhi Leonard, kind of the same. Obviously, Kawhi, his camp, there's like rumor that the Spurs are worried that his camp want him to go to a bigger market like LA or New York. Um, he's a New York guy, if I believe. He's like living in New York, rehabbing in New York right now. Um, so then there's all this talk again of... Let's clear out and let's get Kawhi this summer when he's taken all year to heal a hammy, basically. This kind of stuff just grinds my gears because the Knicks are on fire. They're playing it cool. 
they're making the right choices, they're calm, they're collected, uh, there's talk of this culture change, and there is a culture change, it's not just talk, it's the proof is in the pudding, man, we're doing good, and then there's all this stuff that just pollutes all of that, when there's all this talk of they need to clear house, like, it's just like four steps forward, three and a half steps back with this kind of stuff. Uh, so again, Kawhi, I mean, make make a run. If the shot's there, shoot it. But clearing house and making all this room now, and then 2019, we're just going to be, you know, we've turned out pockets like bottom lips out, pouting about, oh, we shouldn't have done this when everyone was like, we should have done this because of all this like fake hype. So don't buy into that one either. Both would be great signs and both would be terrible signs. So it it is what it is. Let's move on. David Fisdale, great. There's a few little naggling rumors and whatever just brewing because of the hire, but you can't put that on the man. You can just put that on the Knicks media. So yeah, great, great hire all around and separate news and fake news, you know, uh, with what you read. Because it is a great hire and it's a great move by the Knicks and we need to keep this trage- trajectory sorry, moving forward, going up. Um, and Nick Sprouse, I feel, will do that. Uh, quite a lot of off-season news with the players. Uh, who, who we got? Whole team. Dotty had a birthday today, Sunday. Uh, he's been posting things on his gram and stuff. Like he's having a big famous person party in Houston. So I enjoyed that, man. Uh, he's a bright spark for this team. He's done work through the preseason, in the D-League in Westchester. Uh, he's riding the bench and just preaching that his time is going to come and things like that. And then at the end of the year, he got his shot and he was incredible. He was great to watch. We all wanted to see it all year and he delivered. And, and He's got real potential in this league and he showed that. And that's a great... It's a great fit for what the Knicks are preaching about being um, and what we want to be moving forward. It seems like he's going to be a great player for Fisdale to just, you know, move around and play with. So enjoy your birthday, Damien. Damien, but just call him Damien. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, happy birthday to you. Uh, What else have we got? Hardaway, he's just chilling on the beach. I think he lives in Florida, does he? Does he live in Miami? Um, so he's just hitting the beach like I don't blame him rest up get that shin right get the hammy right shoulder right Get just get right lay on the beach do your thing uh, Cantor he's still like running around all like the parliaments like doing all this legal stuff I don't really understand it but I think he got like an honorary thing from Oklahoma City um, he's chilling with the mayor of Oklahoma and things he's doing stuff in parliament in New York uh, or Congress, I don't know what you guys call it in the states. Uh, so he's he's doing his thing, and then he's taking a trip to Facebook headquarters and just chilling around there. Instagram, blah blah blah. He's having a cool off season. Moudier, he's having the coolest off season of all. Firstly, he's in the gym. He's in the gym in um, White Plains. He's working out. He's going for his game because he's got a lot, a lot of upside. Tremendous upside. We haven't seen it yet, really. We kind of saw it a little bit with Frank playing the two. Um, he had some incredible games for us, and he had some absolutely terrible games for us, like back-to-back almost, like at the end of this season. Uh, so yet to yet to prove himself, really. 
Um, people thought the switch might flip when he got to New York, but obviously he sees it hasn't. And he's he's in the gym now, right now, working on his game. Uh, and when he's not doing that, he's like turned into some kind of model with his I can't remember what like his brand. I don't know if it's his brand or, or whatever he endorses um, on 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 all his clothing. Uh, but he he's like taking like all these really cool like posing with Ferraris and just like doing hip hop poses. Uh, so that's that's what an NBA offseason should look like. So Moutier, he's killing it. Uh, Nilakina, he's gone over to France. Um, interesting what's going to happen with Nilakina because he did say toward the back end of the season that he was going to go to France and work on his game this offseason. So it'll be interesting to see if the Knicks send over a member of staff similar to Long um, Longstaff with KP. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, if not, he might come back to New York and then we'll just like see Brickley and things. We'll work with him on his game because we saw a little bit of that when he got to the States um, living in New York. So whatever the balance of his offseason is, um, you know that he's going to get better um, this year having that first that first taste of NBA basketball. So it'll be interesting to sort of look what he's doing. He's He got like a, a banner raised in the rafters of um, Strasbourg, his team in France. Just saying like Frank Nedekina drafted by the Knicks. That was pretty cool. He was looking fresh as hell at like the reception thing, the ceremony. Had like this tan suit on he's got little like tan like tops like dyed tops of his hair looking like the fresh print like literally the fresh prince um he's looking fresh to death that boy so that was cool to see back in france so it'll be cool to just keep taps on uh his off season and see see how that goes it'll be cool to see see brickley as well he's been talking to you've seen him like quite active on instagram and stuff raving about Black Ops Season 2 going to be even better. Because um, that was so cool to see like Black Ops basketball last year in Manhattan. All of these players coming in. You had Cantor, LeBron, uh, JR, Mello, obviously. Hoodie Mello was like what was born of Black Ops basketball. Uh, I don't know if we ever saw KP. I don't think we did, even though he lives in the building above where they play. Uh, but all of these players, Westbrook, Paul George... They, they were all I mean you name it they were there playing basketball just getting burned um, getting runs in New York it was wicked so he's saying that that's going to be even better I love Clee Anthony early I love an opportunity to shout out my boy Clee uh, he was playing with like LeBron and everybody Lance Thomas was big Marshall Plumley setting picks for LeBron James that was wicked so apparently season two gonna be even better so I can't wait for that hopefully like Frank comes back as well and might, might get a little get some runs with Black Ops that'll be wicked uh, Lance Thomas Captain Lance spoke a little bit at the end of last week's podcast he's got his team Slang Magic Fishing um, named after a band an underground like rap band in New York so that was pretty cool. There's a really cool article, actually, what I read. Stephen Bondi in New York Daily News had a wicked article all about Lance Thomas and how, like, he's got better at fishing in, like, his, with, like entangled with his basketball career and now he's got, like, his boat with cool speakers and blue lights and he's got his fishing team and he's going into, like, competition. I think it was 16th of this month is his first competition, so that would be pretty cool. Reading about it is pretty cool, man. I mean, I, I'm not into fishing, but... I mean, I, I think it's cool, but I, like, want to follow. <laughs> it's like magic fishing, you know? So that's really cool. There's a, that, that article is really good. 
I recommend you read that actually because it's a great insight on into our captain and he had to eat like a beating raw tuna heart <laughs> and stuff like that like just like crazy things like that which is just so lance you know so yeah great read he's having a wicked off season because it's all like he's the captain of our team he's a captain of the boat and the competitive juices are flowing the guy the guy's just 100 every day uh, so that, that that's really cool uh, that's pretty much the podcast this week. That's everything. You, we've caught up on people's off-season activities. KP's over in Latvia with his Rolls Royce, doing his best Clyde impression. You know, Fizz is going to go over, so we're going to keep tabs on that, obviously. Catch up with that in next week's podcast. So, yeah, again, anything else that you guys want to talk about, get in touch with me. Message me on the gram. Message me on Twitter. The blog Bucketsweekly.com Comment on YouTube Buckets Weekly Podcast iTunes Subscribe Like Those stars They're killing me man I mean I need a certain amount of ratings To get my average And I'm so close So If you guys can rate it on iTunes That would be wicked um, And yeah Get in touch with me which, Whichever platform you choose Email me Bucketsweekly At hotmail.com And we'll We'll read out your stuff And we'll Give me some talking points Because it's an off season So I'll say it again It's a group effort uh, So yeah Great opportunity for you guys To contribute to the to the podcast as well And I'd be, I'd, I think it'd be wicked uh, At the moment we've just had people talking about Like you know Player experiences And things like that on the gram uh, And we've covered that So any nitty gritty questions that you might have Or opinions If we can get like a nice pool of Knicks Nation opinions um, on things like Fisdale, uh, who we should bring back next season, a lot of unknowns. Um, now that we've got the coach hire, that might speed up like Cantor and uh, KO's decisions on whether they're going to opt in or out. Um, the consensus is that they're probably going to opt out. So just in, in, any, in any scenario, what do you want to see happen? What should happen in your opinion? Um, so let's collate some opinions and we'll bring them all together on the show. And we'll discuss them and you guys can rant and rave in the comments and things like that as well. Um, so we'll get we'll get this baby cooking. Uh, so that's it. Episode 3, Buckets Weekly Podcast. Uh, no, no news on uh, the beard gang, unfortunately, to sign off the show. Uh, Noah's, I assume he's still got the beard. And I think I can confirm that it is dyed. Because it's confirmed that it was a bit blonder on the tip. So hey, we did have some beard news. Enjoy, enjoy the summer, guys. It's getting lovely, the weather here in, in the UK. And again, get in touch, any platform, wherever you find this. Like, subscribe, rate, comment, and message me um, with any kind of input that you might have. And I'd be, I'd be massively appreciate. Appreciateful? I'd be massively grateful if you can do that small thing. All right, Knicks Nation, peace! peace.